Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hello, welcome back for another episode of Talk Theory. Thank you for listening. I hope everyone has been well. Y'all, I am in a lovey mood. I just, I really love this podcast so much. I'm so happy that I decided to do it. And I just really appreciate anyone for sharing um, and showing support or love for the show. It's been like really, really sweet and encouraging um, because I just love to share love, you know? I just love to make these episodes and talk about real stuff that's going on in my life and things that I've been thinking about and... You know, I'm always open for continuous conversation. Uh, If you're on Spotify, you can like send messages or whatever to the show and we can check them out. And um, yeah, like a a listener inspired one of my episodes, actually. So feel free to do that, Um, you know, for anyone that has a Spotcast. What is happening? Spodcast account. (laughs) wow okay we're moving on just ignore that okay so with all this love in the air I want to talk about love like heart hearts you know not just for valentine's day but love all year round you know what does it mean how to receive it my personal journey of love and all of that. Um, I just want to talk about it. And there can be a lot of definitions when it comes to love and, you know, what people think it means and or just their definitions or defining of of love based on experiences. But I'm going to be talking from my own experience. So... You know, I can only really share through my own perspective. Um, So just letting y'all know. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Love is more than just romantic. You know, love is found at the base of human life. Y'all already know I'm super spiritual, but I personally believe that we were all created by this force of love I mean it has to be love like the creator the universe the source energy God whatever you want to call it to create us and put us here um so I believe we were created by the force of love to come to earth and to feel and give love through the human experience where we can like touch and hold things and see things if you're lucky enough to have all these mobilities of your body um but just like yeah be breathing on earth um is a whole adventure in itself so to me um love is at the core of life 
you know, like that's kind of the main purpose of existing. It's not necessarily like how much money you made or um, X, Y, Z experiences. It's about like the love, I think, during, through those experiences and those moments, like how much you grew to yourself. So how much you grew towards others and communicating through all those amazing times of getting the amazing job and the money and whatever else, you know, that's part of creating as well. Um, but I still think that the like base thing is love and to experience that. Um, so let's back up a little. When I first learned of love, you know, it was something described to me as unconditional when I was younger. And the example I was taught when I was younger was that, you know, family is love and family love is unconditional. You know, they'll love you just to love you because you are family. So no matter if you were, had an attitude or got in a fight with your brothers, you still would have love for them and they would still have love for you. You know, besides, this was my upbringing of how it was. Um, And then, you know, I grew into know what I, I don't know, like understood of that as well. Um, Like, what I love to do, right? The things that made me happy. I'm thinking in like kids' terms of like, learning other ways love was distributed through my life, um, not just through family interaction. So like, you know, things that just made me happy. Like I love amusement parks. I love oceans. I love the beach. I love movie nights. I love good food. I love my birthday, et cetera, like so much. And so through having these experiences, I started to know and understand that I could love a lot of things. And then in my adult years, I found the ability to navigate what love meant to me with romantic partners, you know, whoever I was dating at the time. And this has been an interesting journey for sure, (laughs) for sure, one that I'm still on. Because I also did grow up with a family that wanted to protect me, you know, and then the intention was good, but I would be told that, oh, like, you don't really know what love is, you know, and and that love isn't just a word that you should freely just say to anyone, like, you can't just say that to anyone. So, and it's all love here for my family and everything. I know it was with a, a good intention, but I took it so literally all through my entire life till recently that I started asking myself, like, well, what does love mean to me? So, you know, I just grew up very confused. And I feel like a lot of people could probably, especially if you grew up in like super religious, like I grew up Mormon. So if you grew up in like super religious backgrounds as well, you can have a very different outlook on that um so you know I was just a little confused if okay do I love this person or do I not you know with people I dated and it it's just continued like through my my adult years um 
Because for me personally, I think that you can have love and be love, be in love, be in love with people at any time and or point, you know. Um, But this has been something that has been like a continuous way of thought or growing and understanding. And I now believe this is kind of where I'm at with it now that love is a choice you know that it's something that you choose to have and it's something that you choose to give to someone I think infatuation is different from love I think infatuation is when you have a vision or a version of someone in your head and how they should behave or work in that, you know, in that version that you have set up. And the second that that doesn't match up, you're really put off. Like it's like, okay, what's going on? You know, because now they're showing who they are. And that's the thing to me about with love is like, it's, it's a choice that you're taking someone as they are, you know, not trying to get them to you know, I don't know, get confined into a particular locked version of what you made them up to be. Um, Because we're all humans, you know? And I think love is part of the recognizing the highs and lows of someone because, like I said, we're all humans, no one's perfect, but you choose to see them through love whichever way it goes. Now, of course, I think that there's some boundaries to this. Okay, let's not get crazy, y'all. Okay, obviously, if someone treats you horrible or disrespects you, hurts you, any of that, you know, then that is much more looking past the fact that sometimes you get into some, some quarrels, okay, or some disagreements, all right? That's clearly unhealthy behavior and it shouldn't be tolerated. I'm more so focusing on the natural process that with two people in a relationship that come from different worlds, different lives, different backgrounds, are going to most likely have differing opinions at times. And it's about your willingness to grow and communicate and learn with that other person despite your differences. Because you have that love. You're making the choice. And this is just my take. Okay, y'all, this is just my take. You know, I'm still dating. I'm still figuring things out. And <laughs> I'll definitely let you know when I've met that match. But for now, I'm looking more inward and these are just the things that I've come to realize at this point in my life another huge part of love is in the department of self-love yeah it's a big one a big one folks having a strong sense of love towards yourself gives you so much confidence, power, and reassurance through life, your own life. You know, you're no longer looking outwardly 
for someone to fill up your cup. You're looking to make connections, but not, but not necessarily needing anyone to come save you from something or make you feel better about where you are. You're able to do that. And, you know, it's like, okay, so then where do we start with making this change? And how do we strengthen that connection with ourselves? One, you become much more introspective. You start asking yourself real questions. And because those questions can get real, sometimes you need to even go into therapy for real. You know, have someone talk to talk to outside of friends and family. Um, and I, I, look, I'll say this too about therapy. I think, you know, sometimes we're, well... We just connect with some people better than others. And so, you know what? If you don't find the the right person the first time, you're, I'm talking about therapists, don't give up. You know what I mean? Don't give up. Go and find someone else. You know, hold some interviews, honestly. I've done it before, too. And, and I just kind of interview and see if, hey, is this really the person that I feel comfortable opening up to? And are we going to be on the same page? So... Just putting that out there, disclaimer with therapy, is that sometimes people will, like, get paired up with someone and be, you know, discouraged because, like, well, you know, I didn't connect with this person at all. I didn't like it, so just forget about it. But that's kind of normal. That happens, and you can definitely just find someone else. Um. So, anyway, right, therapy, have someone to talk to, The deeper you look, the more love and appreciation that you will have for yourself. It's like the most reassuring thing to know that you are your own best friend and that you put yourself as a priority and did all that introspection and continue to want to get to know yourself and heal yourself. It's amazing because it's like okay you know what I'm gonna work on this and I'm not gonna wait for anyone to give me permission to do so I'm just doing it because it's my life and that already gives you so much more power in yourself and making choices and all this healing that you're really doing for yourself and just for your benefit of, of having a good life. It's, it's, it's really amazing. Um, during this time of introspection, you might find yourself distancing from certain people or interests. And that is also completely normal. You have to give yourself some slack. I mean, really, you know, if you think about it, when we were little, talking like even preschool, you're taught to communicate with others and meet other people, right? Like to go off into these groups at school or not at school. It's just kind of a socializing thing that we do is that we find our friends or our groups or someone that we can relate to. So you go off into these groups and you do this basically all your life. So it makes sense that you would be taking on a bunch of different personalities to create an identity. 
over time. And until you actually ask yourself, who am I? You know, what do I love? What makes me happy? You just won't know. Like, for real, I just found out this year that my favorite color is forest green. For the longest time, for the longest time, I used to say, oh, it's blue. I love blue. But really, mm, the only reason I actually said that was because I knew when I was younger, a lot of other kids in my class would always say blue. So I would say it too, you know, and... I just never questioned that or even asked myself, like, what's my favorite color? And so, and, and it came to me that I realized like, oh, every time I'm wearing forest green, like I always feel so calm or when I'm, you know, on hikes or in the forest and see green, I, I feel so grounded. And I just realized I really love that color. And, um, so, you know, it, it sounds funny because it's the simple stuff, but if you never stop to ask yourself any of these questions, you just won't know, you know? And I'll tell you, I, I've really become my own best friend and my biggest fan, my biggest supporter, and my own even love partner. I just, I care about myself so much and I want to take care of her and me. And that's something that I do take a lot of pride in and I don't shy about, you know, it took me a long while to feel this way towards myself, but I really do. And I'm not going to lie, like not every day is perfect. Sometimes I get down on myself, but I definitely through this practice have had a better um, rebound, I guess, rebound time you know if I'm getting down on myself I'll I'll feel it through and then I'll be like hey you know what we don't talk to ourselves like this anymore like this is not conducive like I'm getting this this and this I'm trying I'm doing my best you know I already from doing this for years I've just now gotten to a point where I'm like able to pick myself up much faster um So that's good. You know, you got to really practice on the self-talk. And to me, you know, it's kind of, even if you think about it, right, we were all bullied and teased when we were younger. We've all had a story where something like that happened. Well, now, while we're adults and, you know, it's you, You're not the little kid on the playground running around trying to find a friend. Why would you bully yourself? (laughs) Why would you, after you finally got free of, of that kind of stuff, it's like, why do that to yourself when you can actually just decide to protect yourself? And I used to say, you know, imagine that it's, it's you being mean to your younger self, like pushing around your younger self or saying all those mean things to your younger self. You know, yeah, you wouldn't want to do that, right? That's messed up. You want to treat them good. Um, but honestly, you don't even have to go that far. Just treat yourself better because it's you, it's your body, it's your mind, and you deserve the best life and the best treatment. 
You know, it's not just for younger self, even though they are part of you. But it's for your, your, oh, I just did a little sound effect on accident. How cute was that? <laughs> oh my God, that was actually perfectly timed. Um, yes, period. <laughs> Sorry, that was great. Um, but yeah, you know, it's not just for your younger self, but it's for your now self, the one who stayed alive through it all. And, you know, you deserve it because you're here, you're breathing. Something, you know, it's, it's really been something so good for me, especially within my dating life, because, um, (laughs) I'm already laughing. I've just been able to check in with myself a lot more and it's been helping me see my intentions and their intentions a lot more clear um or clearly and i'm grateful for that because instead of having to go through some kind of you know point where you get to frustration with someone and and have to separate i'm much more aware and can take that distance if needed because again I've put all this love into myself. And when I'm going out with someone or meeting them, I'm not looking for them to give me any of that love or validation, right? Like I'm looking for a partner and a and a and a friend, you know, all in the same. And I'm just much more aware much earlier if we're actually a good match or if it was just infatuation, you know, and that's just, it's, it's been a, it's been something so helpful because I'm not like I'm, I'm focused on myself, which feels really good so that I can be present at the same time, if that makes sense. Because if I wasn't like, you know, confident and felt good within who I was and my intentions the whole time, I, I would on a le- on some kind of, I don't know, subconscious or conscious level be like, oh, does this person fit my story? Can they do this and this and that for me? You know, instead of just getting to know them and letting my intuition tell me hey, you know, I don't know if this is a good match or, hey, yeah, this is a good match, you know, um, because I'm not looking for this person to, to be any kind of person. I'm just looking to see if they are who they are and if that matches with me. But um, love can also be seen in our everyday life through communication, through work, through interactions with strangers, within your own thoughts, you can place love as your main intention for the day. And what does that exactly mean? It means through, it means that there's a through line and that through line is all about love. You're seeing through the lens of love. An example would be if someone cuts you off in traffic, instead of giving into the choice to, you know, honk or yell at them. You take a moment 
because everyone's reaction is going to be like, uh, what the, take a moment, but this is what, why, you know, it's a practice because you have to be so present within yourself to know when you're getting to a point that, that feels irritable because it's out of alignment with love, our true nature. But if you're not present with yourself, then you'll just be acting through these emotions, these feelings, and never checking them or looking at them in a deeper way of like, oh, why do I do that? Why did that irritate me so much? Um, You'll end up just continuing those cycles and the rest of your day doesn't feel great, you know? So all this stuff helps you let go of stuff. That's just not serving you. So in this example, you take a beat. And then you make the choice to send them love anyway. In your head, literally say, I love you. And you could even see them as their younger self. I have no idea what that person's going through. I don't know what they woke up like. I don't know who they were on the phone, but dang. I hope they're okay. I'm going to send them love anyway. And then let it go. And I know for some of y'all, this will be hard, but this is why it's a practice. It's not called a perfection. It's called a practice in utilizing your freedom of choice, the power of choice, really, I should say, because you can interpret each moment with love and that changes the trajectory of your entire day than if you were to see it in a different lens. You know, if something doesn't go your way, see it through the lens of love. That you're being guided by a loving force. That it's protecting you at all times. And that thing that didn't go your way was actually happening through love. You know, you're you're being led along the path you're meant to be on. That experience is putting you towards the right direction. You see, you see the difference? Like looking through the lens of love just feels better than the other way around and thinking like, why did this happen to me? And da, 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 da. Now you're in a whole different fantasy. There's always a choice. There's always two lanes you can go on. And it's like some people, you know, it's funny because some people will go, well, what what do you mean? Do you, are you just going to be in la-la land all day and, and just be like, you know, daydreaming and da, da, da. You got to be real, man. It's like, you're making the choice either way, right? Either way, you're making a choice. If you're making the choice to see everything in real, and this is real, real reality is whatever you choose to, to see. That's it. Reality is that. But if you're choosing that your reality is that this and this doesn't work out and da 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 and this person's out to get you and da 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 you've made a choice for that <laughs> right so yeah that is your reality in your realm and so if i choose to see it in a different way i'm living a different reality one that's way more relaxed way more optimistic way more open for good things to come in because i'm open myself right when you're in a negative space, you're you kind of become like a turtle and you just enclose on yourself. But it is a choice nonetheless, nonetheless, either way. 
So, I mean, it's like, you know, why wouldn't I choose to just daydream and think about the good stuff? Why not? You're choosing something anyway. It might as well be something good for you. Um, each moment you are choosing to feel love or not and choosing the power you have to access it, right? So as we come to a close, I will just say that love is an ever-growing, changing thing. I think love is meant to grow as we grow, and it will no doubt be interpreted in many different ways along, you know, our journey in life. But I don't think it should be something we fear. I think it should be something we explore and look into way more often. I Life is incredibly short. Obviously, be aware of who you give your love to. You know, you don't want to be giving love to things that don't have a balance in the matter. But this is, you know, that's what we were talking about earlier of knowing yourself and giving yourself so much love that you can basically be completely open and clear about your intentions and you're able to read someone else's. Um, Energy is really hard to fake. So there's that. But love is the deepest feeling that we have on this planet. And its frequency is enough to heal illness. Seriously. (laughs) It's incredibly powerful when we're tapped into love but through really purposeful intentions okay the theory of the week is this when we are living from the center of love there is nothing left to fear or worry for we are attached to eternal bliss when we are living from the center of love there is nothing left to fear or worry for we are attached to eternal bliss I love love and I love you all. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week. In June? Is it going to be June next week? June is my birthday month. I'm so excited. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this was a great episode. I will see you next week. Okay, love you. Bye.